0: Hi there, you are listening to the Guitar Speak Podcast. My name's Matt Wakeling and this is the show that I produce in Sydney, Australia, where I speak to leading guitarists from all around the world and bring the stories to you. Thanks so much for joining me. Now today is episode number 153 and we're joined by our great friend Jude Gold. Jude Gold of Jefferson Starship. He's an editor at Guitar Player Magazine. He's the host of the No Guitar Is Safe podcast, just the best guitar podcast. I love that show. And more than anything, just a super passionate guitar player and evangelist for all things guitars. And it was super cool to have a guitar hang with our friend Jude. Jude plays a ton of guitar and I even get to jam with him a little, which was super fun. Hey, this episode is brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the fantastic, comprehensive online guitar course put together by master guitar teacher Joe Elliott. Joe was the former head of guitar at the Guitar Institute of Technology in LA and also the McNally Smith College of Music. Here's a few words from Joe.
1: You're tired of wading through hundreds of random guitar videos and just want to become a better player. Fretboard Biology is your answer. Fretboard Biology is a self-paced, college-level program that will give you the right instruction, in the right amounts, and in the right order. You'll learn the same information I taught to thousands of other guitar players over 30 years of teaching in top music colleges. If you want to make real progress with your guitar playing, then sign up for a free 7-day trial at fretboardbiology.com.
0: All right, there you go. Please check out the links to Fretboard Biology. In our show notes. Now, there is a link between uh, today's guest, Jude Gold, and Joe Elliott. I'll tell you a little bit more about that later on in the episode. Now, to start off our conversation with Jude Gold, Jude's gonna let his guitar do the talking. You're about to hear an exclusive sneak preview of Jude's cover of the Eiffel 65 song Blue. If you don't know the name, you'll know the riffs when you hear them. This song is delivered in Jude's uh, incredible full contact guitar style, and you're going to love it. Check it out. Everybody Welcome back to the Guitar Speak podcast.
1: Oh man, thanks, Matt. Just great to be back, and uh, you're doing such a great job. I even plugged in my little—I love this Synthwa pedal. Just so mean sounding. I love that i love that now you're um you're
0: using that you've, you've done it some new jude gold music some full contact guitar stuff and you've used that tone on the your cover of blue the the dance hit
1: yeah man i couldn't i man i can't resist a good riff man when <laughs> when i heard that riff i was just like what now I say, what key do i play it in let's see it goes <laughs> Maybe a different pickup. I'm using the baritone guitar. It's kind of fun. That's you know. awesome, man. What's the guitar?
0: What's the baritone?
1: This this is his baritone guitar. It's a MJ, as in Mark Johnson makes them. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, this is a prototype, one of a kind, but he's made a few of them for people over the years. And uh, it's cool. It's got 24 frets. And you can really hit some, you can get some high notes out of it, you know? Like, you, you it's yeah. got a lot of range. You wouldn't necessarily think that's a baritone. But then, it's got the nastiness. You know, it's got the low end. with it you know and then if I love it's great for slapping harmonics on too so like I'll take that blue melody on that song so I'm getting an octave higher you know but I'm still in baritone guitar but you get the octave up A baritone guitar is really fun, and it's all the same fingerings as you would use on a regular guitar. It's not like a 7-string or an 8-string, which kind of requires remapping your brain.
0: Are you tuned B to B on that thing?
1: Yeah, everything's just down a fourth. I mean, like you hit a G chord, and it's a low D. And it's a low D chord that rings forever. It rings like a grand piano. It just keeps on going. That is so good. and you have I a wound that, yeah it's great and you have a wound G string or no, it's actually not okay. a g string anymore it's an it's a d string the, but the yeah, third okay, string okay, is okay. wound which gives you a really nasty like you, know, you get more tone out of the wound strings. harder to bend but sure. <laughs> um, there's a lot of delay on there but it's uh it's it's a nasty guitar man i love these things (laughs) did the um
0: did the use of that guitar inspire blue or when you wanted to record blue did you think let's let's nasty it up
1: i mean i don't know just i'm a sucker for a good melody and you know i know it's one of those melodies hopefully it's interesting because If you've heard the song too many times, you could maybe be almost sick of that (laughs) melody. The first time I heard it, I was like, I mean, I'm always looking for great melodies on guitar. I love keyboard melodies. I remember I posted the keyboard melody to this Asia song called Here Comes the Feeling. kind of a cool little melody the keyboard playing and and someone's like someone sent it to jeff downs who recorded it with asia and steve howe and everybody and jeff's like you got it perfectly mate i was like this was a small (laughs) world but yeah so i am always looking for cool melodies and riffs and i write a million of my own obviously too it's i i love riffs and i love solos but an improvisation but something about a great riff i mean i'll never forget when i got my first guitar and i was trying to play (laughs) I mean, I just, a good riff can't be beat. And yeah, so with the, with the blue, I don't know, man. I just tried to make it. You know, another thing is using open strings. Like finding a key for a slap or pop guitar that uses open strings is always better. But now I can't even play it. Like that's an open fourth string there, that's an open third string.
0: Okay, yep, yep.
1: And you get an open low string. So if you can find a, a lick that really has a lot of open strings, they can sound pretty fat. And then, yeah, I, awesome. I just have fun with that stuff. And open strings are underrated, in my opinion
0: unreal now that that tune what are you going to do with it because this is this is exclusive this tune's not been released into the wild yet
1: you know i just i like putting up singles and it'll take a couple weeks for it to get up there on spotify or everywhere else you know itunes and youtube so um yeah right now if you know if you heard a little bit of it here folks this is an exclusive. but uh, yeah, I just kind of finish. I I think that's the final mix. You know, we might do a couple tweaks, but I'm not sure, but I think that, yeah, that's probably what'll be on there. And, and, uh, yeah,
0: it's great, man. The production's really cool as well.
1: Oh, thanks. I mean, I, you know, just having fun with it. I, I remember I came up with another little thing where I never did that one fill before you like hammer and then harmonic right after each hammer. So you got, like it's just hammer and then immediately slap the harmonic 12 frets higher it's kind of a cool mm-hmm. cool little technique I mean I always you know me I, I'm always doing that stuff that would be more of a triple thing diddly 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 diddly. see there's all these different ways to do it and you always stumble on new ones so, so yeah good. And a baritone guitar is just so much fun.
2: You know, baritone guitar is
1: great for country, too. Like, like, I don't know, I stole this stuff from uh, Brian Sutton. Like, so cool, man.
2: (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: I mean, I'll just noodle all day, so.
0: better yeah. Stop that. I, I, I would listen to you all day. This is great. <laughs> You're this too great. kind. When we when we first spoke, it would have been man, I don't know, almost four years ago. I think your Hal Leonard oh. book had just come out. The, oh yeah, yeah. The full contact. Yes. Style
1: book. So. Called solo slap guitar. Yeah. yeah. Great. And uh, there's a lot, yeah, there's if you yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of stuff in that book if you want to go down this road. One of my favorite things is. This little lick I came up with, well, my friend had the chords, he played them like up here. But if you like slap them, I, I, he said, like, make it nasty. So I go, I'll like. I'm not sure if that's where I pick up, maybe something. But. there's all kinds of licks in that book and you know all the basic techniques and, and warnings Very cool you'll get a blister folks if you don't do this regularly <laughs> and you just jump in <laughs> your thumb will blow up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's a fun style and endless endless applications and obviously love it. oh
0: well, i'm super glad you're, you're releasing some new stuff in that style that's that's
1: really cool Oh, thank you, man. Thanks for listening.
0: Speaking about new releases, you were on the latest Jefferson Starship record, Mother of the Sun. Now, yeah. tell me if I've got these dates right or wrong, but you've this is the first album in about 16 years or something for the band. You've been in the band for the last 12 or so years. Is that right?
1: Yes, man. You've got the... No, no. I've been in it. It's almost nine years. And I think the last okay, record okay. was about... Thirteen years, fourteen years ago. Okay. Mate, you probably, you probably have the numbers down better than me, but I know it's been about nine years since I joined. I joined in two thousand twelve. So. Yeah. Uh, cool. And uh, yeah, this is.
0: Your first record with the band.
1: That's a first record, and um, yeah, it was a real honor to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, we're a family by this point. We played all over the world, like. Yeah. Yeah. We played everywhere from South America to Israel to. Asia to all over Europe and Canada and Mexico and and you know it's finally nice to put out some music and we got videos for everything and like that um the very first song is called it's about time and it was kind of fun because I had this riff and this this chord changes that's the body of the song basically and and uh like the intro and the verses and then Kathy worked with Grace Slick Grace Slick the founding member rock and roll hall of famer She doesn't sing with us anymore, but she and Kathy, she sent Kathy these lyrics, handwritten in the mail, snail mail. Oh, wow. And wow. they put them together. So, like, that song's actually like a, like a co-write with Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Grace Slick, one of my favorite singers of all time. And You know, I remember where I was standing when I first heard her sing, Don't you want somebody love? Like, that's, <laughs> so, I still get chills when I hear her sing, so, or White Rabbit. Oh, yeah. So, um. So working with definitely her and that was really cool
0: That's really cool. I did notice that co-write. And um, yeah, very cool thing to add to you.
1: Here, I'll switch guitars while you're talking.
0: Okay, sure. So yeah, totally cool to add that to your uh, to your discography. You also did co-write on... Um, was it Runaway Again? Did you write that with
1: Kathy as well? Yes, I did here. Now I got the headphone strap. So you know how complicated it is? You put in the guitar...
0: Over the oh, yeah, shoulder str- totally.
1: <laughs> with the strap, but you're not getting tangled up in your headphones.
0: <laughs> no, you've done yeah. it well. You've done it well.
1: So you've switched over to a music man now? I have. I've switched over to the nearest guitar that's possibly in tune. But, you uh-huh. know, yeah, I, I always think that that's, that song was fun. Yeah, I wrote the music to that one and got together with Kathy in a hotel room in Nevada somewhere and we pretty mm-hmm. much wrote that song before sound check i think after lunch before sound check <laughs> get a song That's i had great. i had i had sent the demo to her beforehand but i really think that people who are really serious guitar players don't really take advantage of capos that much i mean maybe i know when i was a kid i thought capos were for people who couldn't play bar chords
0: couldn't do the bar could not play f yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but boy was I wrong. I mean, the most beautiful stuff. What's that one song? See if I can remember it. It's uh, uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Right. So it goes like... It's just so beautiful, right? There's no way you could play that without a capo. Or how about this one? I think that's the same position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many great capo songs if you really get into it. Um, Uh, Here Comes the Sun? Is that the same position? Absolutely. Uh, I think it is. I think I'm going to drop detuning, so that didn't work out oh, so well yeah, for me yeah. there. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm dropped six string, but or um, the who I think they do it in C. What key is like, oh man, they do the real me. I never realized that. The real me, oh, okay, By the I didn't know that either. I don't
0: know I'd what key it's is in. It. So, runaway again is in yeah. C minor, if I'm hearing it correct. So, what are you doing yeah. with the capo there?
1: Oh my god. It's just I love doing this stuff it's like give like a little bit of
0: Too, and the uh, the outro, you get to
1: cut loose a little. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was yeah, I was definitely feeling that. I was like, why is it only like, is it four bars or eight? It's so short, but yeah, I just wanted to just keep going. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what key is that in. C
2: minor?
1: Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I meant what octave is it in?
2: Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got the guitar Do you, right try there. try
0: jamming? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. See if I so can. So uh... let me get
0: this right. So I got C minor. A flat, E flat, B flat. And then does yeah. it go to the five the second time? The C minor eh,
1: Don't worry. Yeah you know do- about the five? Yeah, not worry about it. I mean it does a couple times. I don't know exactly when, but yeah it does. Okay. You can just do the first four for a second. We'll see if we can if I can even hear you. Two,
0: three, four. it's fun <laughs> that's so good man
1: yeah it's it's always fun to jam man thanks for uh, being playing guitar there wonderful oh what totally
0: thrif- so so cool hey you do some really tasty bends at the end of the recorded version you were then what, what are your so- favorite bendy moves
1: oh yeah you just reminded me of Like I don't know if that's yeah, like I mean that's kind of like a influenced directly by like Joe Walsh or something. Uh-huh. I love Bendy stuff. Like you could be like like you go you go up a whole step with your third finger on the second string and then you go then release the third finger <laughs> But only a half step. And then all the way, release. And then the top string, you're going. Anyway. I mean, I'm always loving those kind of bends. How about this one? Wait. um. That's a nice one, right? For the key of C minor, it'd be like... Bend, I'm bending the third string with my third finger but I'm holding the second string with my picking hands middle oh, finger so you're bending the B flat up to the C yeah I'm bending the B flat up to the C yep and then, and then I pluck the second string and with the same finger I <laughs> that's one finger releasing one string and bending the other at the same time wow I mean it's so easy once you get used to it. That was not it. That's a little better. There it was. Get them both going.
0: Huh. That's cool.
1: Yeah, what's that leak? What that's in the, <laughs> the solo, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just it's yeah, I love I love those kind of bendy stuff, man. I'm always like start with a nasty flat nine and then you're still in C this is just kind of squirrely I call all that stuff my name for it is boneless chicken pickin <laughs> like this is a boneless chicken pickin lick <laughs> I don't know <laughs> boneless so good, boneless man. licks
0: yeah hey on setting sun there's some really cool slide playing is that you
1: yeah yeah I love writing melodies you know that song's got a pretty uh, classic kind of rock chord progression
0: Enough of it to play slide
1: recorded much, <laughs> yeah. I like it. I don't have one right here. What I did was I took the Les Paul, you know, how easy it is to raise the Les Paul bridge, yeah, yeah, sure. Like for just that song, I, I raised the bridge really high so I wouldn't hit the frets because I'm kind of a overly clumsy slide player, and, and uh, and yeah, so the frets were like a mile off the fretboard, yeah. and I was just kind of really Perfect. digging it in, digging in for that, you know.
0: That's that's a great tune. Are you um. Are you using an open tuning or anything for that? No, it's just a
1: regular, regular standard tuning.
0: Standard, standard slide, <laughs> cool. That's another George Harrison reference. He was a standard yeah. tune slide guy too. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I do love open tunings. I, I'm one of my missions in life is just to help teach guitar players who don't know. A lot of people do, but if you don't, capos and open tunings are Uh two things that a lot of quote-unquote serious guitar players are terrified of that they should not be (laughs) open tunings are amazing man
0: all right hope you're enjoying the conversation with jude we're going to get back to that very shortly now today's episode is brought to you by fretboard biology the online guitar course put together by the very brilliant joe elliott now joe was introduced to me by jude gold that is the connection in early 2017 uh, joe released the truth serum album jude got me in touch with joe joe ended up on the guitar speak podcast we hit it off and a couple of years later joe asked me to be one of the beta testers for fretboard biology so just a nice a nice synergy a nice symmetry on the show today Now that course is fantastic. As a music educator myself, I'm super happy to endorse it. It's beautifully paced and structured. Please check out the show notes for more details about fretboard biology. All right, back to our conversation with Jude. You do embryonic journey on the album, which we spoke about last time around. You really made that. That's a Jorma piece, of course. Um, Yeah, yeah. But you really make that your own. Is that you doing any tuning in that in that piece? That one's a drop D tuning. Okay. You had a like lot dropping. of your full contact stuff and... On
1: this recorded version some really trippy yeah. delay stuff too. Yeah, that one was live in San Francisco. Of course I had to do a shout out to, to EVH on there. Yeah, the cathedral. Yeah, I did a little bit of that on, on there. You know, it's it's just kind of a fun moment when, especially if you have a captive audience and you got a bunch of people stuck in their chairs and they can't move, and then you, and you yeah. can do all these things. And <laughs> they usually they usually appreciate it. You know, like a little four minute break from the rock show, get this kind of acoustic guitar piece. I mean, what you gotta have a. I guess it starts off with the kind of like a. Delay setting from the Boss DD500. You can get... And you hold down the button with your foot and you can sustain it. Mm -hmm. Wait, there's no pick on that song. Let me get rid of the pick. (laughs) But then, yeah. Then, yeah, you're right. I I kind of like... Because the original is really short, so... It seemed like when Paul Kanner was around he was like he always loved to do things to the extreme and really explore and so he loved it if I'd just add a little couple more minutes to it and he got a cigarette break and he get to hear me trying out <laughs> stuff yeah. that's cool The, re- the main song is a really a Travis picking thing. Yeah, sure. And then I think they had to put in some little kind of Greg Howe inspired stuff in the middle. Like, you know. I love that triplety kind of thing. Cuz somebody once showed me a lick. They said that's a Greg Howe lick, I think. It goes like this. I was just like, I was just doing little stuff. Oh, it's kind of like Greg Howe, so I did my own little thing in there. It's fine. I played that play thing all over all over the places. You know, we did a we did a couple of gigs with a symphony, like in Cleveland and and also Dayton. And yeah, playing that in like a concert hall where, you know, they have people up in the balcony. That's tears going up. And uh, like the little boxes, like where the Mupp the guys from the Muppet Show. I don't know if you ever saw the Muppet <laughs> Show. And yes, yes, yeah. All those, It was just a beautiful scene. I'm sitting there noodling on electric guitar with a 80-piece orchestra behind me just waiting for me to do this piece it was like
0: what a feeling man yeah wow i love um i love how you've made it your own as well with all these other influences and your distinctly oh man unique voice as well that's really cool thanks matt yeah really and to get it on the album what a what a great thing
1: yeah hey you know that. already had it recorded so what the heck (laughs) throw it on (laughs) here yeah it's one it's you know has been kind of a little moment in our show for the last like seven years or so started when we first went to japan and and they wanted to hear that whole album surrealistic pillow jefferson airplane album that has that piece on it which is a acoustic guitar piece so ever since then we've just been noodling with it
2: great
0: and what's the plans for the band is there any gigs opening up as we're speaking it's um sort of mid-april 2021
1: yeah i mean we definitely had a lot of stuff bumped and including we had this beautiful european tour playing arenas with a with a huge headlining classic rock band and uh that got moved to October this year, and then it looks like that. That's why I should, probably shouldn't say what it is, but it looks like that's probably going to get moved to next year. So there's a lot of things that are still getting bumped. You know, yeah, Europe's okay. definitely having a problem with yeah. containing the virus and rolling out the vaccine, as we are here in America in certain places. And But it looks like June. I think we'll okay. start doing some shows our first public show we have one private show in june and then we have a public show on june 26th in west virginia jefferson starship puddle of mud and a few other bands great. at the food truck frenzy i mean you had me at food truck frenzy that just sounds great <laughs> Ooh, of course. I just took off my headphones now i can hear my voice oh i sound normal again okay <laughs> sorry if i was shouting for the first half of this not at all <laughs> No, you sound great this scene, you sound great Hey, you almost made it to
0: uh, Australia Um, One of the last tours you guys did was obviously uh, When you got to New Zealand with Toto and Dragon That looked like a really cool tour
1: it was fantastic First of all, do you know Dragon? They played like an hour set to open each show They're from New Zealand They were so great, man The guitar player is wonderful But the songs, you know Just seeing the crowd It's always great when the crowd is singing the songs with the band and, yeah uh, yeah actually really uh, wonderful and then
0: go ahead oh the the gig i've got tonight i'm playing an hour of dragon plus some other stuff Sweet. later on so the great tunes to play great that songs with great bruce reed on guitar
1: yeah he's yeah, wonderful nice. Fantastic. playing like you're playing like a gretch through a fender twin you know when someone's just like they got their sound together man like he just he he's all together I, I really like his playing and Gretsch guitars are wonderful. It's one thing I've never owned, but I played them at studios and stuff. And they just have a certain thing. It's a kind of a commitment. But if you get into a big old 6120, man. But yeah, it was a really fun hang. All the bands were so nice. All you know, we just had a good hang. With did four shows, all of the big outdoor summer shows in New Zealand with Toto headlining. Fantastic. Our friend Steve Lukather, he was yeah. just in fine form and. Had some good hangs. I think in Christchurch, yeah, we really had a good hang. He went out with us for like hours on walking around, went to a couple restaurants and stuff. And uh, it was one, I love New Zealand so much and we, you know, kicked it on an island for a couple extra days after the tour was over. Nice. I wish I could pronounce the name of it, like... It starts with a W near Auckland. It's this winery island. It's a wonderful place. Like Waikile or something. Oh, I should, <laughs> I should don't, know this. Please don't beat me up, Kiwis. <laughs> I'm trying to... Oh, it was just uh, so wonderful. I'm trying to remember how to say it, but... Um, sure. Yeah, a it's, a it's a beautiful island. Oh. Yeah, it's a beautiful... Um, yeah, it's
0: beautiful. beautiful country in general. Yeah, so very cool. So, yeah, just next time do the same, but just, just take a quick right or... Well, quick stop before you get there and drop into um
1: to Sydney Town, and and we'd love to see you here. Yeah, I mean, we all want to go to Australia for sure, and uh, the world seems so small now. Yeah, yeah, that, um, you, yeah. I love it over there. I mean, I haven't been there, but like, I mean, just all the I have so many friends there, and the energy. You must know Brett Garcid, or you ever interviewed him? Yeah, he's a great yeah, he's guitar been on the player.
0: show. Fantastic. Did you meet yeah, Brett through been. um? Did you I've never him met him at G.I.T.? Oh, okay
1: never, We've corresponded a little bit Okay But, yeah Badass slide player Yeah So, um, we're hoping to come down there
0: Yeah, nice Nice
1: Man, yeah, Brett's been on this show He'd be, he'd be great for, for
0: No Guitar And you just had um, Joe Robinson on your show as well
1: Yes Speaking no, of Aussies Aussie. yeah. yeah, cool What a, a phenomenal musician yeah by, yeah you know by any measure just an incredible player awesome. i love that guy
0: i'm saving that interview for my for my road trip i've got later today i've been saving that one up so i'm looking for that he's killing it it a, i gotta
1: say it was a good one very inspiring nice and uh, he plays a ton of guitar for you and he's like uh just his work ethic and his dedication and his his craft yeah mm-hmm. joe robinson
0: you mentioned Eddie with the cathedral nod yes. in in uh, in embryonic oh journey. God. We should we should talk about Eddie a little too because um, obviously he sadly passed last year. Uh, I know yeah, you man. are a, a an aficionado on, on the style and I, you wrote some beautiful pieces as well um, uh, for guitar player um, mm. with alongside Matt Thank Blackett you. and and um, yeah really marked his career beautifully yeah. and on on your show too on your podcast. No guitar is safe. Yeah. That was a, a beautiful special. Um,
1: yeah, the world is different since we last talked, man. The world has changed. Eddie oh, is gone. So I can't much. believe it. We're in a world without Eddie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were showing some Eddie licks last time round too, and um, yeah, it's a very, it's a very different place. Any, any favorite licks you you want to show us or talk about?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't have the Van Halen guitar out right now, which you know, it kind of does add a lot if you get sure. Now you're down a half step. And you have, and it's nines down a half step with a locking Floyd yeah, yeah, yeah. tremolo system, but you know with this, this Music Man, you know we could definitely do a little bit of some. I mean, one thing that I've really been tripping off of is I I learned something studying him in the last couple of months. Like, I mean, I always knew he did this thing where, where he goes. Downstroke, hammer, upstroke for a da 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 da, right? You get
2: the.
1: Like that might be on like the song "I'm the I'm the One." And I, but the more I got <laughs> into right. it, I've just been loving this style, and then I realized there's a there's a song that I've been trying to play by another artist since the seventh grade or something. Mm-hmm. Called Sales of Sharon by Uli John Roth and Scorpions. Ah yeah. Oh wrong tuning again. Right? And I suddenly realized he's doing the exact same. Because I used to try to pick every note that he did, and I could hear the notes, but I couldn't pick them smoothly. After a while, you just kind of, oh, I'll never get that the way he had. But I realized he's not picking. He's doing the same thing that Eddie does. And his his song actually came out a year earlier than Van okay. Halen's first record. And, you know, he goes... <laughs> doing that kind of sloppy but it's it that's, just flows because every oh. other note every middle note of the triplet is either hammered or pulled okay, okay that's that note right there is hammered and then pick so down up i mean sorry down hammer up And then it's just... Just messing with this is totally... I've suddenly... I'm using it in all these ways myself. And now I can't think of any examples. Get these triplets, right? One, two, three, four. Or you could get like... You know, I get like... that's it just plays itself I don't like to suffer and play have to use a metronome (laughs) and shed for days to play really fast if this allows you this whole technique allows you to play really fast runs without let's say you got the uh, a third of those notes were hammered or pulled just going down the B string Yeah, it's the, um, just a fun little style.
0: Yeah. I mean, the picked notes give a different um, dynamic flow anyway. I, I kind of like the shape of it with the with the legato agree. in the middle of it. Yeah.
1: It sounds more three-dimensional than if you're trying to pick every note the same pick volume. Be like...
0: or if you're
2: hammering yeah.
1: I mean, I guess I could pick every note. But I kind of yeah, like it the... It feels- But this, it's when you get into the string jumps that it's really handy. Uh huh. It's really handy because you, that little, all those times when you're hammering or pulling off a note, you're able to jump with your pick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it it's makes it, a it's just a huge difference. To
0: move. Yeah.
1: Now it's starting to sound like Guitar Center on a Saturday morning here. Sorry about <laughs> that, Matt.
2: Weedly weedly weedly
0: yeah, man. Hey, back to back to Eddie. I was thinking about Eddie as well, of course, as as many of us were. And you know, when someone when someone yeah. passes, you know, we we focus on the on the the positive aspects of their life. But I just thought all the all the hype about Eddie was absolutely true. In in that he totally turned rock guitar on its head, the technique, but also oh, yeah. the the tones he crafted, the gear he ended up using, even his stage yeah. presence, even someone in a in a hard rock band, smiling on stage and and having a good time was, was a game changer yeah, yeah. in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just always so shocked when I meet someone who's kind of like, yeah, I didn't really get Eddie Van Halen. Like, I'm just like, I mean, like when I just hear the beginning of Unchained or something, I'm just like, uh-huh. if you like rock or hard rock, I mean, that is like the baddest. It's just it's the (laughs) baddest intro of all time kind of at least in some i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say it's the the one best or something but like there's something when i first heard that record that was my first van halen record unchained Uh and and the uh that whole album is fair warning
0: i think you've said that's like your favorite van halen record yeah
1: And it's a it's definitely a lot of people's favorite. It's a lot of people's favorite Van Halen record. Almost needs more distortion. I don't know. Maybe this. This is not the right key, it's supposed to be a half step lower. Like the the whole song, when I first heard it, I just, you know, like the way that in the verses, he's just kind of improvising. It sounded to me like he was improvising kind of. (laughs) I just, the sound and the solos, I was just, I mean, I felt like David Lee Roth was a really cocky singer when I was in the sixth grade and I first heard Van Halen, I felt like he was acting like his band was the the best. <laughs> and then when I really listened, to, I was like, he's kinda right, man. Yeah. Between if you like hard rock guitar, yeah I mean we're not even talking about finger taps or anything. We're just talking about yeah. riffs and pocket and sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you listen to the beginning of you listen to the beginning of Cradle Will Rock and it's just Eddie rubbing the springs on the back through a flanger.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like the <laughs> baddest. I mean, I always loved sounds as a kid. I mean, I think that's why I loved Star Wars when I was like seven years old. Was the, yeah. the sound George Lucas spent so much money making great sound. And um, so Van Halen, you add the sounds with the great riffs, and hard to top him. As far as a great rock guitar player, and uh, I'm still trying to process that. You know, he's gone. He was so funky, too. Like, that album, of course, has Mean Street. Yeah. Which has that lick is so funky. I'm a little out of tune, but... Gosh! Yeah, oh, it's a killer. What a, it's a killer. It's so much, so much syncopation.
0: I really I love the production on that record too because it's 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 firmly in the Brown Sound era and um, even the bass is loud like Michael Anthony because yeah. when we, we spoke last year briefly um, and you mentioned Fair Warning so I gave it another spin and and man the bass sounds awesome Michael Anthony sounds great on that record too
1: yeah totally like a... what's that one song Dirty Movies. <laughs> That's Michael's line, and then Eddie comes over the top of it.
2: Can, what does it do? Wait. <laughs> it's so yeah, it's grooving
1: cool. <laughs> and then the the, and the counter melodies over the top of it you know just a, he plays a beautiful slide melody over the top of that super hard rock groove like da,
2: da, 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 da.
1: and then I, for, I forgot I don't have a slide right now but he's doing it with this it's a slide it's so beautiful Yes, yeah, super epic. Just yeah. epic is the only word I can yeah. think of. It's like, to me, it sounds like Beethoven. Like, it just sounds like... Dun-dun-dun-dun! Like, uh-huh. so...
2: <laughs>
1: so many layers. And then there's so many soulful stuff. Like, the beginning of... Of... Uh, push Comes to Shove. He's just kind of, like, going, like... I think it's like A minor or something. I don't know what key it's in. But it's so... He's just making it sing like a, writing that feedback. It almost sounds like a little string section, mm-hmm. with these little triads, and the guitar is just on fire, yeah, with feedback. Yeah. But yet he's controlling it with his pinky on his volume knob. And there's the endless moments where absolutely. I mean I could just go on and on. But
0: yeah, there, there's yeah. some there's some great snapshots into into Eddie for sure. And um, yeah, yeah, and cool I mean, that that Wolfgang's got some music coming out. And um, yeah, there's lots of absolutely. ways to lots of ways to celebrate eddie's legacy i guess and and enjoy it and um yeah yeah man but i I know i know i know you engage with it hey what's what are your tips for transcribing stuff because you know lots of stuff and you're obviously super i don't know musically curious like you always want to find out the lick or whatever it is what 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 do you do when you're transcribing (laughs)
1: It's funny because things have changed so much. I did a majority of like all my transcribing before there was ever YouTube, you know, and now it's great. I think that you can find a lesson on anything and the knowledge base grows so fast. It's incredible. But yeah, I mean, I, I think having a good ear is the best thing any musician can have. I'm not saying I have a good ear, but if you can walk in somewhere and hear the chords that people are playing, or hear the melody, or someone sings something and says, can you play that on your guitar? I was thinking this, and they hum something, and Mm you, if you can do all that, like that's the greatest weapon in terms of learning music, I think. I mean, I was just learning off vinyl records at first, which is a real pain in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if it's fast, you end up slowing it down to, I had a turntable that would go down to 17, so I could hear everything, and that's almost an octave... Okay.
2: Less.
1: (laughs) So you'd hear it, but it sounded like everything was knocked lower on like a baritone guitar. I listened to Steve Morse, it sounded like, you know, I remember that song, On the Pipe. And now I can't play it. keep getting into these drop D things. It's not, now I'm in, now I'm in the wrong tuning again. <laughs> but, oh, cool, but, you know, I would listen to that and it sounded like down an octave. So it sounded like it was in a, on a baritone guitar. I can't even go as low as it sounded. That was the first two notes instead of. Like. But yeah, just grab those melodies. I mean, I I don't know. I think it's something you just have to be drawn to. Really. I mean, when I was a kid, the first thing I'd ever transcribed was I went over to the piano. Yeah. I mean, the move that movie, like, you know, seven years old. Yeah. The music, the John Williams music got into all of our heads. Yes. And um, so, yeah. That's, so, if, you, if you love melody, I think you end up transcribing a lot. But yeah, as a guitar player, you know how it is, man. You start to hear strings and voicings you're like oh that's a g voicing you can just hear that and um i don't know man there's i'm always still trying to learn more yeah
0: i love that i I would you know you've already you've been around you've you've achieved so much and um and like all the best musicians you're still passionate about learning so that's always super inspiring when uh, when I get to talk to you, oh, or yeah. when I hear your show, or you know read your articles, so it's cool, Jude. You're you're a super inspiring cool. guitar
1: player. I've Got to tell you. <laughs> well, you too, man. Thanks. I want to hear more of your stuff, and I know you do a lot of different styles and play some funk. What kind of you got a gig tonight? You're been, you're off. Where are you, where are you playing? In a, outdoors, indoors?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, indoors. So heading to um, I'm in Sydney, heading to a, a city called Canberra, which is the national capital, but it's about a three-hour drive. Um, just doing like Ah. a tribute show. So doing an hour of Dragon, which is lots of fun. And then an hour, uh, the hour and a half set of a a band called Cold Chisel, who had a singer, Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy was one of the maybe David Lee Roth uh, replacements that that didn't work out back in the 80s or didn't happen. um, So you might not know those bands, um, but they were big in Australia. So um, with some really cool guitar parts. So it's just fun to be out. Last week I played my first gig where people were allowed to dance again. So that was really cool. Fantastic. And, um, yeah, it's just good to be out and, and, and playing loud again. It's great.
1: Congratulations, man. Yeah. it's. Uh, I think things are starting to open up. And if, if they're dancing in Australia, well, hopefully it will spread from <laughs> continent <it>. to continent. <laughs> there's definitely some places around here like, you can watch and eat dinner, but you cannot dance.
0: Yeah, we had a lot of that. Put like yeah. a,
1: tables all over the dance floor to stop people from dancing. Yeah so that's killer man yeah crazy show.
0: times but i think we're uh, hopefully we're heading in the right direction awesome yeah well dude man thank you so much you've been um yeah you've been a great friend of this podcast for a long time and and uh and me a big fan of you in general for a long time so thanks for coming back on and uh oh
1: dude the honor is much... all mine thanks for having me twice I, I feel very honored to be on again thank you oh absolutely absolutely yeah. Yeah. thanks and G. good luck with everything have a great show have, and uh, hopefully your feet don't even touch the stage I meaning yeah, you're just on fire
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal that's the goal cool
1: alright right on well thanks again and uh, we'll talk soon have a great show and don't be a stranger one of these days we'll jam in person
0: I would love that I would not love that.
1: A, oh. a second delayed yeah not <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> real time alright you take care
0: Okay, thanks, Jude. I'll talk to you soon. All right, there you go, Jude Gold. I am thrilled to have him back on the show. He is a great friend of the podcast. I love his passion for guitar. I love his playing. It's always cool to speak with him. By the way, we've just passed five years. We've just celebrated our fifth anniversary as a podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in. Whether it's your first episode, your 153rd episode, or uh, somewhere in between. Thanks for being on the journey. My great thanks to Fretboard Biology as well for sponsoring today's episode. Check out the links to Fretboard Biology in the show notes. All right, I'm just about out of here. My name's Matt Wakeling. You've been listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. And as the wonderful Michael Schenker once told me, keep rocking, keep on rocking. Keep on rocking, indeed. I'll catch you next time. Bye now.